Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Rebirth. My name is Shay Marriott, and I am your host for the evening. And joining me tonight is my co-host, Mr. Yes, Eli Isabel in the building. What a Rebirth family we here. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yes. What's going on, everybody? Man, what's up, Shay? What's up, E? I don't know. it. If I had four quarters, I couldn't call it. Help me out. Uh, hey, if y'all were listening when we first came on, we came in with a bang. Literally. Right, right. <laughs> But, you know, we got it corrected and, and you know, and perfected, and now we up in here. Yeah, we are up in here. How was your weekend, man? Uh, you wanna, I'm going to tell you something I've been wanting to do forever, and I finally got to do it. I slept all day Saturday. I took, okay. I took a melatonin Friday night, and I took another one that morning. Okay. I'm not mad at you. I slept you all day. It. Yeah, I got up about 7. I got on the treadmill, and then I took a shower and got back in the bed. <laughs> So, so you got your workout on? Yeah, my butt was sore. You know how much oh all that laying down? I know what bed sores is now. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't let them manifest. However, I could see how it happens. Okay. I was on my back all for about 24 hours. <laughs> Sometimes Brother you need gotta that. do that. Sometimes yeah. you have to do that. I actually think I was chilling a lot on Saturday as well. I think it was one of those days. Just kind of. I think I was doing the eating and the sleeping thing, too, Ooh. though. Yeah. Tell I didn't do it. the treadmill, man. <laughs> I didn't do the treadmill. I what just, you cook? I, I didn't. Oh, I you, didn't you cook. You ate out Uber I, Eats? No. I, oh. I, it was cooked for me, so. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, and like you got that. a personal chef or something? It's like that. It's like it's that. Like that? <laughs> it's like that? It's like that. Anyway, anyway. Trying so. <laughs> to be like you when I grow up. Welcome to the <laughs> Rebirth, everybody. Thank you for joining us again yes. for another Monday. Real talk with real people about real topics. Listen, don't forget, man, call in tonight. We have a great show coming up, a yes, story of survival, a story of second chances. But make sure that you call at 267-908-3166. Again, that's 267-908-3166. Shout out to Rada Delic. Thank yes. you again for the intro to the rebirth. Yes, you know, I got to shout intro. him out. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Yeah, doing his thing. So, um, so tonight we are going to be talking about second chance at life. Wow. And I have an amazing, beautiful person in here tonight. Um, she's not only <coughs> beautiful on, on the outside, but her personality, her spirit, she's always been the same. And I've been knowing her for over 20 years. She's actually a very good girlfriend of mine. And her name is Antoinette Hastings Thornton. And hey. got to welcome her. We have to Give welcome her. the right her. one. Let me get the right track. Yeah. There we go. We got to welcome her to the building. Um, welcome her to the rebirth. She has a great story coming up. Um, yes, but before yes. we get to her, we have to talk about what's going on right here, right now. Yes, Antoinette, I'm glad Shay didn't give you the Jamaica, the bummer clock. Bloop, bloop, bloop. You know what? She hit the right button. She getting it now. We, we'll mark some change in. She getting it now. You like to got the, you know, woo. Anyway, what's up, y'all? Happy Monday, man. So, you know, right now is when we normally do right here, right now. But lately, we've been having some dear rebirth scenarios presented to me. And who am I not 
to present it to the world. Mm-hmm. And since we have Miss Antoinette here and we have uh, my lovely co-host Shay Marriott, we're going to give these people some feedback. Okay. Scenario. Sisters, twins. Now, if you know anything about twins, they're normally close. They never stray too far apart from each other. As they grow older, they normally live in the same area. They're always around each other. Sometimes they, they in their 40s, they still dress alike. Lord, mm-hmm. no. Lord only knows why. However, <laughs> these twins are in their mid to late 20s. And so there's always been a little bit of contention between the two of them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to call twin A. I want to make sure I don't say no names. Please twin don't. A and twin B. So twin B has a lot of hostility toward twin A. And it's been that way since they were little girls. Uh, you know how they have the, the people say, quote, unquote, the good twin and the bad twin? Mm-hmm. Well, twin B has been considered, for lack of a better phrase, the bad twin. Twin A has done everything, went to school, got educated, doing everything she's supposed to do. And But so because of that, we believe that there is some, you know, that's what creates the contention between the two of them. So whenever twin A is seeing somebody or dealing with somebody, some kind of way twin B at some point, finds herself in a bed with twin A's man. Oh, wow. Yeah, and this is things that have been going on. And then she will even tell her when they get into an argument, that's why I slept with so-and-so and he did this. So twin A is like really at her limit. And she was like, this is my sister. So how do, like you can't just cut. I mean, you can. But mm-hmm. twins have this thing. So it's a little, I think it's a little harder for them. What advice can we give her about her st- a sister? They came out four minutes apart. What what can we say to them? Come step to the mic, Miss Antoinette. Come a little closer. She has to cut her off. She has to get rid of her. I mean, not get rid of her, but they have to separate. There's come there comes a time where uh, we're sisters or whatever, but you can't just keep doing what you're doing, do to hurt me, and think I'm supposed to keep on taking it. Right. That's disrespectful. Very. I agree. They need to go to therapy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Number one, they need some family therapy because there's something going on. You said this has happened more than one time. It's happened uh, maybe like three times in the past, and it's just recently happened again. Like a okay. couple of years went by and it happened again. And whenever they argue, Twin B would throw things in Twin A's face. I guess she's been holding on to try to hurt her. Mm-hmm. And it comes out. And, and more so when Twin B is drinking because she don't necessarily handle her drink well, okay. which creates argument too. I forgot that little caveat. Um, and then she goes for the juggler with her words. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, and dudes have this fantasy about sleeping with twins. I mean, I just know from being a man, I've never had the pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> I think my time has passed me by, which is fine. I'm okay. okay with, I'm okay with it, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> but there is a thing, in, and most dudes will take that opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, especially younger people. So mm-hmm. it happens, you right. know. So, right. It, Miss Antoinette says she got to cut her off. You say therapy. Yeah, I, I think they need to go to therapy because I think it's something deeper um, than just sleeping with each other's men. It sounds like something has been going on probably since childhood mm-hmm. where she may have always felt like either competition or neglected by her sister or even, you know, like what is the what was the upbringing? Like right. The parents role in all of that. Right. Mm. So um, was she favored all the time versus the, you know, I think that has something to do with all it. the time. Yeah. So it sounds like there's some other things going on other than, you know, the men because men come and go and they can be right. replaced. But that's your sister, you know. So they really need to go therapy. Sis, y'all go to therapy. Go seek some therapy. Twin power. Take Twin it to the power. Therapy. You know what I'm saying? Delaware Center for Counseling and Wellness. The number is 302-292-1334. Plug it. Come on and get your family therapy on. Plug it. Yes. And I work with y'all sons. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stop this nonsense. Oh, Definitely. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So that they, it's, it's really crazy because otherwise they, they get along well until, mm-hmm. you know, some little drink is involved and one can't handle it drink and they get resentful about whatever and then these things pour out and they need to stop drinking too if that's the case definitely can't handle the drink the right. twin b can't handle the drink okay she shows out so twin bars b, everything well because she's probably hiding something she's covering pain mm-hmm. so you know okay twin b Go get some substance abuse counseling first, then do the family counseling. And then, you know. Twin B definitely has two DUIs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, they wrote in to you, right? I mean, they wanted to. Yeah, this was directly to me by Twin A. By Twin A. Oh, Lord. See? But, yeah, she definitely, you know, it's crazy because your family, you're supposed to be able to Mm -hmm. trust 
and rely on, especially twins. That's a whole different kind of relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So for them to be going the way they've been going for yeah. so long is really weird. I wonder which one was born first. That's a good question. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll find out. You think that matters? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it mattered or not. I'm just curious which one was Somebody born came first. out a little sooner and they didn't get enough <laughs> oxygen to the brain. <laughs> so they've been stunted out here. Right. All right, all right. Wow. Well, that's our dear rebirth letter for tonight. Mm-hmm. If you guys at any point want to come in on it, you know we can revisit it. But right now, Miss Shay, do your thing, man. Let's talk. Let's talk to this lovely guest we have. Yeah, here. absolutely. So I let me just let you know what the connection is. So both of us are skaters. We met over mm-hmm. uh, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Young girls. Yeah, <laughs> Elsmere in the building, Elsmere oh, skatering in the Lord. building, yes. That's a shoot em up we bang met, bang right there. <laughs> we met at Elsmere Skating Ring, yes. and we clicked, and we ever have since. been friends ever since. Um, so, and you know, like, sometimes you, there's, you know how sometimes you, you don't have contact with a, a friend for a minute, but you catch right back up with them, and, right and there was off. moments where, yeah, you know, life got busy and stuff like that, and we lost contact, but once we contacted each other again, it was like we picked back. right back up, you know? So a few years ago, um, it was it, her, her daughter. Your daughter reached out, um, and I found out that my friend here was very, very, very sick. And at that time, I was on the Hottest Live radio, Um down in uh, Camden, Delaware, where we were recording. Mm-hmm. And um, once I got a chance to find out what was going on, I heard, I'm going to let her tell her story. She came on the show um, because at that point we were trying to do whatever we could to we make got, sure we got. To, um, come up to the mic a little I'm bit. Sorry, yeah. I was trying to do the uh, GoFundMe page. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. it was a medication that I wanted to try. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out, but I did. You know, due to GoFundMe, I did get the medication, mm-hmm. but um, I should have had it tested before. Okay. It was one of the mail yeah. things from the mail stating that if you try this medication, pay a certain amount, and it will help you with your lung. I had lung disease. Okay. Yeah. And um, I tried it for a few months, and nothing changed. Wow. Yeah. So I stopped it. Yeah. So I'm going to stop her right. there because yes. I want her to tell her full story. But when she was on the show... You know, during that time, she was connected to oxygen. She was really oh, wow. sick. She was really sick. And <laughs> I never forget. I'm trying to, I'm, I said I'm going to get through this interview without crying. <laughs> but she was just like, you know, I want to come back one day because I'm going to have a testimony to tell. Wow. So I got again, once again, welcome my dear friend, Antoinette Hayson Thornton to the rebirth. Yes, and I want yes. you to tell your story, your journey, how this all started. And where we are now. Okay, okay. Let's come up to the mic a little bit because okay. I want everybody to hear this. Okay. Well, hi, everyone. <laughs> it started back, I had pneumonia mm-hmm. back in 2000 and, what's this year? 21. This is 20, yeah, 21. Eight years ago, 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. I cough, 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 cough. Kept coughing. No, don't understand why I'm coughing. Go to the hospital. Took, they take x-ray. They find I had pneumonia. So after the pneumonia, you know, situation, I was in the hospital for a little bit. After that, they, you know, give you the medication. They still couldn't understand why I kept coughing. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand. It was a horrible cough. Never smoked. Never, you know, smoked cigarettes, did drugs. Mm-hmm. None of that. They couldn't understand why I kept coughing so bad. So after, you know, that, they suggest I see a pulmonologist. See the pulmonologist, he couldn't understand why. I'm, I'm coughing, losing oxygen, they couldn't understand why. So they suggest that I do a biopsy of my lungs. Well, they did the thing down my, my throat first. Right. I can't think of the name right now. But they did that, then no results. Then they did a biopsy of my lungs. Couldn't find anything. They don't understand why I'm feeling this way. They uh, diagnosed me with some esophomic, whatever it was. It mm-hmm. wasn't lung disease. Mm-hmm. That's what I had, lung disease. Yeah. Inconstituous lung disease. Wow. So my lungs were deteriorating. And Delaware suggests I either go to Maryland or go to Philadelphia. 
So I wound up going to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Went to Temple first. When I got to Temple, you know, they give me the story that I need to lose weight because I needed a lung transplant. Mm-hmm. There was nothing else that couldn't happen for me because they tried medications. Nothing could happen. So in that moment, when you're hearing this, because you're, now you're getting hit with you have this lung disease. Mm-hmm. And... Like what was going on in your mind? Because it's like, okay, I don't, I don't smoke. I don't like, where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. And now you're telling me you can't do anything with me until I'm able to lose a certain amount of weight. Mm -hmm. So what were you thinking in that moment? In that moment that I can't lose no weight Mm -hmm. because I can't breathe. Um, Oh, I was put on oxygen. I'm sorry. I left out that fact after I had the, the uh, thing down my throat. After I had that test, uh-huh. that's when they realized I really did need oxygen. Okay. Because I was walking around coughing, can't breathe. Every time I walk, I'm holding on to things. I can't get myself back together. Mm-hmm. I needed oxygen. Right. So they put me on oxygen. So I was on oxygen back in 2016. So I was on oxygen from 2016 to I had my surgery. Wow. So now wow. I'm oxygen free. 2016. And you just had your surgery in twenty June twenty twenty one. Oh wow. That's a long time. And you see her before us now. See her before you with, with full breath. No oxygen. Wow. With no oxygen. And and here's the thing. When I tell you that like it, it was so serious to the point where um we did go to lunch one day. I never forget this. We was at the Cheesecake Factory. And we went to lunch, and she she was on her oxygen, but she was still moving around, still doing. And she was, and it was it was right before the holidays because I I don't like going to the mall. I don't like going out during the holidays because my tolerance for people, I just mm-mm. yes, I know I'm a therapist, but I was about my to tolerance. Say you need therapy. Huh? I do after the holidays. It, it's traumatic for me. You know, people be acting crazy. Yes. They do. So in order to preserve my holiday spirit, spirit. <laughs> Excuse me, my holiday spirit, <laughs> I hibernate during the holidays. I do not go out. Anyway, um, we, it's a personal, we went to, um, we went, went to the um, Cheesecake Factory and we, we had lunch and um, I remember your, your car was in the handicap, which was literally right across the street. And she said to me, I'm walking. I'm just a going, you know. Got no more fast walk than yeah. she does. <laughs> I'm just a moving. She be trying to get somewhere, don't she? And she said, she was like, go, I turned around. She said, go ahead. I'll be okay. It's just, it's going to take me a minute. Right. And I'm like, because, again, we're we're skaters. You know, we, we were, you know, we're skaters. We flying around that rink all night just mm-hmm. having, you know, so to see her in that state. And I'm like, no, no, I'm awake. We're going to walk across together, right. you know, and it it took a while for her to get across, but she got across, mm. you know. So I'm, I'm giving you that example because, again, she's on, she was on oxygen 24 hours a day. I had yeah. the portable to go out. I had yeah. the concentrator at home. So when I leave, you know, come in the house, I take off the mm-hmm. portable, put on the concentrator at home. I yeah. had to walk around with it, shower with it, everything. Yeah. Wow. 24-7, I was on oxygen. And she also had to time herself to get back home if the oxygen tank went oh, out. Wow. So we don't think about stuff like yeah. that, right? That was serious. It, my grandkids, I have grandkids that I take care of, thank God. They used to always say, my mom, you got enough tanks in the, in the trunk? Because I had to keep extra mm-hmm. tanks in the yeah. trunk. Because you never, I never knew how long I would be out. And... Sometimes I would forget to tell them to put the tanks in the trunk or I would assume I had more full ones in the trunk than empty ones. Mm-hmm. And it was times that I had to run red lights. I had to run stop signs. I almost had accidents trying to get home because my oxygen tank was almost on E. Wow. And I would have hate to run out of oxygen driving yeah. down the highway because would have been a, a catastrophe wow but it was it was serious it was serious and the day that i i finally was able to drive after my surgery i literally cried because 
I'm thinking, all right, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? Oh, that's right. I don't have oxygen. You don't anymore. have wow. oxygen anymore. Wow. It, it was something in my, my brain saying, all right, all right, I ain't going to make it because I ain't got the oxygen. I'm, mm-hmm. I turn around because I always had it by my side right. or driving with it in between my legs because it was my buddy. Every time mm-hmm. I got out, I had yeah. to grab my oxygen tank, but. So can I, may I ask a question? So mm-hmm. was this, is this anything that runs in your family? Was it just something that occurred within you? Something that just occurred to me. It just, some, I guess it was something that just had to happen. Yeah. So I can tell this story and let people know that you can beat it. You have to do what you have to do mm-hmm. to, to beat it. I had to lose right. the weight. I had to get the weight. I had to, the doctors eventually told me that I needed to get the weight off. It was nothing they could do for me. Nothing. Besides losing the weight to have the lung transplant. Oh, okay. They would not do the transplant at the weight I was, which was 309. Right. Okay. Okay. And y'all see her now. Wow. wow. Y'all see her now. So this, and, and we're right now we're showing an actual picture of you right after your lung transplant, I believe, right? When you were yeah. in the hospital. I was in ICU. She was in ICU. And this is a picture of her just, you know, right after her lung transplant. Um Wow. What what did you do? Now, again, because when they say there's nothing I can do for nothing. you, nothing. nothing I could do for you, Did at that point, did you feel like, what that, did you feel? Did you feel like giving up? Did you feel like, where, where was I, your mind? I felt like giving up because actually the day that my doctor actually told me that, because I eventually left Temple and went to University of Penn mm-hmm. to get a second opinion, thinking that, Maybe if I go to the University of Penn, they'll give me some different medication and maybe, you know, something else they could do for me, possibly. Mm-hmm. Once again, they told me there's nothing we really could do. only thing you can do is have a lung transplant. Your lungs are deteriorating. And they, they gave me three to five years to live also. Wow. Y'all hear that? Three to five years to live. Three to five years. And this was in 90, I mean, 97, 2017. So from the time you were told you needed a lung transplant until when a procedure, how, what was that time frame until you actually had the procedure? From 2017 to 2021. Oh, so this, okay, right, okay, wow. Yes. That's, that's mm-hmm. God, man. That nothing but. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nothing but God. <sighs> oh, listen. <laughs> nothing but, and when I say he has been good to me, he has been good to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't. You know, think nobody else can't blame nobody else can't do nothing else. It was nothing but God, nothing but wow. Because when and then I was getting ready to say when my doctor told me he wanted me to see a palliative care doctor. You heard, you okay, guys, yeah. You heard of palliative mm-hmm. care? You mm-hmm. heard of palliative? Never heard of it. Okay. And this particular day, my sister, she's a nurse. Shout out to Rashika. All right, Rashika. All right now, sis. She decided <laughs> yeah. to go to a doctor's appointment with me. Mm-hmm. Nothing but God, because she never goes. She said, I'm going to go to your appointment with you. You're going to go with me to the doctor? She said, I'm going to go with you. So, you know, my doctor talking. So he suggested I see a palliative care doctor. So I didn't know what palliative care was, mm-hmm. never heard of it. He says, so you don't mind seeing a palliative? I'm, I, I assumed it had something to do with my lungs, mm-hmm. like um, something else going to help me, you know, with my lungs, whatever. But the palliative is final stages mm-hmm. they can't help you anymore they don't wow. want it yeah they was going to slowly give me morphine t- to take me out of here yes wow he suggests wow. that i see a politive i didn't have to go right. but me not knowing what politive was mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure i go something to help me mm-hmm. yeah something yeah. to help me so he leave out the room my sister said do you know what politive care mean you know what a politive care doctor is i'm like they're gonna help me my lunch she said netta Palliative is final and done. Huh? What? Wow. Which final and done? She said, "Yeah, they give you morphine slowly." And I say, "No, uh, they ain't gonna make me see no." She said, "He." She said, "He asked you. You said yeah." So then the, <laughs> he was just okay with that. He just they're he, so nonchalant about not, yeah. yeah yeah. So then she's and I said, first thing came. Well, maybe it's just my time. Maybe mm. maybe I should like. Mm-hmm. He suggested I do it. 
She's like, no, no, you're not going to do it. You're going to get this weight off. This, this, that's what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. She and had to pull the sister. She had to, yeah. She, <laughs> she got irate and, and downright ignorant about it. That's what you're going to right. do. You're going to get this weight off. You can do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I've been, tr- and for 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, I've made excuses. Right. Of why I couldn't do it. Right. I made excuses. I'm too big. I can't move. I can't exercise. I, I made excuses. Mm-hmm. I hear myself now saying I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But I naturally did it. No surgery, no nothing. I watched what I ate. I drank water. Well, I, wait I, a minute. I, oh, okay. Wait a minute because <laughs> here's, the, here's the other part of this story. Um, COVID <laughs> happened. Yes. Mm. And although COVID has been devastating for a lot of people, there, it hasn't been for everybody, mm-hmm. right? Because right? during COVID is actually when you lost the weight, yeah, right? Okay. Wow. So let's 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 go there. Mm-hmm. That whole experience with you you come from I can't do it. I can't do it. Right. So you were slowly giving up. Yes. You were giving up. Yes. You was preparing yourself three to five years. I'm giving into this. Right. Mm-hmm. What your mind. All over the place. What switched it to from giving up to now I'm going to fight? My sister, my mom, my mm-hmm. daughters had an intervention with me. Mm-hmm. They sat me down and they told me that I needed to get the weight off if I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. Mm. If I wanted to live, I needed to lose, lose the weight. So... So we do interventions all the time. Right. We people, we hear people having these interventions, right? And a lot of them don't work because people are not open to hear what others have to say, right? So although they did the intervention and they sat down with you, you had to be open right. to, to hear that. Mm-hmm. You know, what was that? What was that for you? It, it was tired of living the way I was living. Because like mm-hmm. a lot of times people, people don't, even my family members, like I used to walk in my room, I have my bed, then it's my bathroom. I go from my bed to my bathroom. I used to cough, cough, like out of breath, like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm losing it. Like it's days that I cried because I was tired of living this way. I'm tired right. of coughing, tired of carrying the oxygen around. I'm tired of every time I got to go out, I got to take oxygen. Tired of just, you know, with the machine. I say yeah. people don't even realize like, Y'all, Antoinette, you look nice. And you're the, y'all just mm-hmm. don't realize how I feel with this cord hanging out my right. face every day. Right. I get sick of it. Yeah. I got to take my shower. I got to brush my teeth. I got to wash the cord. I got sick of living that way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, God in my ear saying you don't have to. Mm-hmm. You want to do something You want to do something about it, get this weight off. You know right. you can do it. Do it. You have to do it. You yeah. have to make sacrifices and get this weight off. So, so what precautions did you take? Because you experienced this during the pandemic, and we're still in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and you had, you were dealing with a lung situation, and, and we know COVID attacks the lungs. Yes. So what precautions did you have to take? Like, was it more than the average, like, one of us would, other than the mask? And, like, wh- how, what was your process like? Uh, it was the same, like, everybody else was staying in the house. I really stayed in the house. I didn't go out nowhere, and very few people came over right and i just was very cautious especially before the surgery yeah because i i just kept saying it would not be good for me if i was to catch covid right now i right. know it wouldn't be but, yeah but once again i am favored i am blessed yes, god has god has been with me and on my side he he has mm-hmm. that i've i've been blessed to you know been able to get the weight off been able yeah. to stay safe but i did have covid didn't affect me at all. Wow. Look at that. It didn't that affect God, me at all. I got it. Nothing else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had body fatigue. I had a cough. But the situation that other people have suffered with. And and the thing about that, you out of all people. You out of all people. That COVID could have took right on out. Right on out. Right. But it, it, it spared you. So not only did you get a second chance, you got a third, third chance. chance. Yes. Mm. Right? Thank you got a third God. chance. Thank you. So what? So one of the things, yes. Yes. One of the things that um, 
you did after your lung transplant. And I know you have reached out to me. And I, I couldn't go that night. Tell me how did it feel to be back on the skates? <laughs> oh, you just don't know how good that felt. It felt so good to mm-hmm. put my I couldn't wait the time. I was lacing them up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I can cross my leg now. <laughs> All right now. All right now. I, I laced those skates up so I found my oh I'm going back out here. I'm going back out here. Wow. <laughs> and it it was it was like it was exhilarating. Yes. It was. Even though I couldn't go around Whole Look at you! You skating up a storm too. <laughs> I mean, she's getting it. <laughs> oh, that's her. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Nice. Yes. I got. I told her I said I'm gonna go with you. We gonna do it. Can you do that? <laughs> yes, Absolutely. she can. Yes. <laughs> yes, she can. Yes, she can. And, and people used Thank to ask you. Thank when you. I asked my doctor, <laughs> "Can I go back skating?" Because you know, mm-hmm. right? Asking, and um, he was like, "Absolutely, anything that you used to do." Mm-hmm. You can, you know, get back into it. So when I'm telling people I'm going to go skate, how are you going to skate? You, it's like riding a bike. Right. It, it is. It is. You never forget. You never I, forget. You don't. You just, you know, you get right back on there and keep it going. Right well, and we well, were avid skaters, so we were there. Every like, day seemed like. We were. What we was your skate was names? <laughs> <laughs> You That's, know what? What was your skate name? <laughs> well, I always call her Netta. <laughs> Shaya. <laughs> that was a call. <laughs> that was a call. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's it's just a lot. It's, it's a few more questions that I definitely want to um, to ask you because I want to talk to you about your weight loss journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure. That's it. Yeah. I want to talk about that. And, um, you know, just just you know, a message to people out there that's like, you know, they're, they're giving up, you know, and you have a story, you have a story, you have a testimony. So we're going to come back on the other side. After we come back from break, you are listening to the rebirth on Philly jams, 95.3 FM. And we'll be back. Follow us on Instagram. Follow me at Philly jams, 95.3 FM. Every three seconds, a woman is murdered by an intimate partner due to domestic violence. A damaged self-worth, distorted thoughts, and fear can keep a woman trapped. It's time to renew. 50% of marriages end in divorce. Loss of identity, security, and financial instability can cause a person to grieve a relationship as if they are grieving death. It's time to rebuild. Only 10% of Americans dealing with addiction receive treatment. More than 20% of Americans with anxiety disorder also suffer from a drug use disorder. People addicted to prescription drugs are 40 times more likely to become addicted to heroin. It's time to restore. Life happens to all of us, no matter race, gender, or age. You will be challenged to rediscover who you are, who you are meant to be, and what purpose you are meant to serve. Starting over after a life crisis, 12-step online course will help you rebuild, restore, renew, and rebirth the new version of yourself. It's never too late to start over and rewrite your story. Sometimes we have to die a little inside in order to be reborn. The Rebirth. Welcome back to the Rebirth. This is Shay Marriott, and I am sitting here with my my partner in crime, Mr. Eli Isabel. Yes, 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 yes. And our guest tonight is Miss Antoinette. 
Aston Thornton. Make sure you uh, call up if you guys got any questions for Miss Antoinette. Her the number is two six seven nine zero eight three one six six. Also, guys, if you want to be a sponsor of the Rebirth, make sure that you reach out to us at info at rebirthu dot com. Um, you know, maybe you guys want to do some commercials or. You know, come up here and talk about your company. So definitely reach out. You can for a nice little fee. <laughs> we can bring you right on he in here. And, uh, no, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> it's about them green guys. <laughs> so, uh, but, yes, we love to have you guys be a sponsor. And we will let you or we will talk about your, your company, your program, whatever you have going on. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So, Antoinette. Yes. Um. Let's talk about the weight loss, yes. weight loss journey. Um, how did you like really just discipline? Because that's that's discipline. Discipline, right? That's discipline. So from 2017, you knew that you needed to to lose this weight, yes. and you shared that you started off at three. You were three oh nine. Three oh nine. March of 2020, I was three oh nine. Mm-hmm. And today, I'm one ninety nine. Wow. Look at that. You're going to clap that up. Absolutely. 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 Yes. How did you do it? Discipline. Mm-hmm. Discipline, water, mm. water, water. Mm-hmm. Did no exercise. I couldn't do no exercise. Right. So <laughs> it's. That's 110 pounds. Yes. And it starts with all, with, with. With, you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then I had to say, I want to eat to live. Right. Mm. I'm not ready to die. Mm-hmm. I want to eat to live. Mm-hmm. So I cut out the rice, cut out the macaroni and cheese. Or basically ate fruit and vegetables. Okay. Wow. And I thought I couldn't have no snacks. You know, you read the back of the bag. Mm-hmm. You get a bag of potato chips. It's to eat five or ten. Mm-hmm. I used to eat the whole bag. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a 99-cent bag. Why not eat the whole thing? Right. Right. So I learned to discipline myself. I used to take five or ten chips out the bag, close the bag up, mm-hmm. and had the bag of chips for about a week. That's discipline. Yeah. I, I, I had to. Yeah. And every time I put something in my mouth, I said I have to eat to live. What did you give up? Food wise, that was the hardest. What's like your favorite, whatever? What was that? You ever ride past the <laughs> hot, the hot sign, Krispy oh, Krispy Kreme? Yes, yes. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> I used to make U turns. Oh my gosh! To go get me a hot donut. Mm, glaze the glaze. Yes. Yeah. And you know why they sign red, don't you? They, we call them crack donuts. Because that's the devil. <laughs> the, right, I said that. Right, that's the devil. I, I said that. Is devil. I, I said that. I said this donut is the devil. But I used to get <laughs> eat two and three of them. But if I wanted a donut, I didn't deprive myself. I mm-hmm. would go get a donut. Right. Buy mm-hmm. a six, uh, uh, half a dozen. I let the kids eat the rest of it. Right. Yeah. But I disciplined myself and I had one donut. Okay, but then I wouldn't have no nothing else for the rest of the day. I wouldn't eat no chocolate, no chips, no nothing because I already had that one donut. Wow! So it was true, true, true discipline. I made sure I had oranges, apples was my friends, cucumbers were my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, how you have um, the hummus. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I would slice the cucumbers up on the road or wherever I go, put them in a the baggie, and have my hummus. Those were my chips. Okay. So the cucumbers are your friend. Mm-hmm. They were my friend. Yeah. Anyway, so if I wanted something to snack on, I go slice up a whole cucumber and just eat it. Wow. Wow. And I drank water. I made sure I had water. And I did start off with um, everybody's doing now. Keto. Intimate. I mean intimate. Intimate. Moss. Oh, okay. I did start off with CMOS. Okay. I did take that at first. But my doctor put me on a different type of medication to, and it, excuse me, made me go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I had to give up the CMOS. Okay. Because CMOS I could, wasn't working. No, I couldn't do both. <laughs> I couldn't do both. Since he's seen that I was losing, mm-hmm. losing the weight, he wanted to put me on a different type of medication to stop the progression of the lung disease because it was getting worse. Wow. Wow. It, it was getting worse. And it, the last time that I was in the hospital before the lung surgery, they had 
I don't know where I was on the list, but I went it from the, I would say from the bottom to the top. Wow. So I was number one in the region. Yeah. So yeah, this 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 is what was supposed to happen for you. This yes. is what yeah, God. This absolutely. is your life. Yes. You're st- you, you know they say our steps are ordered. This mm-hmm. is it. Yeah. I went from the bottom to the top, and they actually were going to keep me in the hospital mm-hmm. until lungs came through, but they said if I can maintain because my oxygen level used to drop. Mm-hmm. Like if I get up and move around, it's called uh, exertion. Mm-hmm. Right. Any exertion, getting up. Like, my levels would drop. Wow. It would take me, like, 10 minutes to get up the steps because I would have to stop, breathe, stop, mm-hmm. breathe. So it, it was getting bad. My The oxygen level was yeah. getting bad. My lungs were getting worse. So they said if I can keep my oxygen levels above 90, I even have this thing. It's called a pulse ox. I still carry it with me because I get scared. A mind over matter thing, but I still carry it with me. Okay. I'm just bring it to show you guys. And when you put your finger in there, it shows your oxygen okay. level. Right, yeah. I see them at the hospital, yeah. Yeah. So I carry it around with me still because sometimes I feel like I'm out of breath, mm-hmm. but then when it comes up, it's 99. Right. And long wow. as it's long as it's on 90 and, 90 and above, I'm good. Well, you good. But look, 99, 99. That's right. 99. Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it mental? Do you think like you make feel like you're out of breath, but then yeah, when you put your finger in there, you start breathing better? It's mental. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is. Because mm-hmm. wow. when I first when I first went up the steps when I came home, mm-hmm. I went I went up the first two steps. I'm like, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, I'm not going to make. It. My husband said, "Come on, go back down and sit down." I said, "I'm not going to make it." I said, "Get my post ox. Get my post ox." Mm. Went and got my post ox at ninety nine. I went on up some steps. <laughs> <laughs> a little strutty. Like, Let me stop playing. Let me get up these steps. <laughs> I can do this. I can do this. Absolutely. Wow, that's awesome, man. I got this. Man, yeah, I still carry it around. I still carry it. It's wow. my buddy. So, what are some things that you are well skating? Of course, you're back doing that. But what are some things that you were looking forward to to doing now that you know? Traveling, I couldn't okay. get on, I couldn't get on the airplane. Mm, the I air had, pressure. I had no idea. Well, mm. you know, the traveling was different, but I'm planning a trip. I was going to DR with, okay. my, fa- with my family like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow! So I'm talking to the doctor or my nurse, and she says, "Uh, did you get tested? Tested for what? You have to get the um the air test." I'm like, "Why?" She said the air pressure is different up there than it is mm-hmm. down here. Mm-hmm. What, what they got to do with me going to DR? She said, Internet, you're on oxygen. Mm. It still didn't click. Yeah. That got to do with me going to DR. She said, You have to get an air simulating test. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm like, Okay. Go do the air simulating test. I failed. Wow. I say, So what does that mean? She said, You can't go. <laughs> yeah. I said, are you serious? Yeah, you can't go. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea, but I'm mm-hmm. scheduling, getting ready to fly out. Okay. Right now. Glad I didn't. Okay. <laughs> and it is different because I even feel that when you, you know, you get on there, you automatically start to, you yeah. know, your it's the di- breathing it's different. is different. Yeah, yeah, it is. Definitely. But I'm glad I mentioned it because if I mm-hmm. wouldn't have mentioned it. Wow, what would have happened? What yeah. would have happened? Not yeah. Much, not for God, nothing. Wow. Nothing. All this, all these scenarios. Your story, <laughs> I mean, your story is amazing. It, it really, really is. Um, so what is the message that you love me? I have no idea where that comes from. <laughs> but what is the message? I didn't touch nothing. <laughs> oh, I thought I was about to say you did. <laughs> A little different stroke. <laughs> it takes Right. <laughs> it takes love. It takes. But right, what does um, what message do you want to you know somebody may be listening and they're, they they gave up rather it's on their health rather it's on you know a relationship rather it's on you know their careers you know you have people here that's just like I don't want to do this anymore you know um, or this isn't for me like. You have a survivor story. You mm-hmm. had a double lung transplant. Double lung. Wow. Double lung transplant, right? Mm-hmm. And you're sitting before us because you never gave up. You didn't give up. 
you didn't give up. You might have felt down a little bit, mm-hmm. right? right? You mm-hmm. might you might have felt a little discouraged. Yes. But you didn't give up. And through it all, you stayed true to the process mm-hmm. and you became you God bless you. He brought you through. Yes. The right. the message is don't give up. You can't give up. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to realize that is life to live. Why stop now? Mm-hmm. Don't can't give up right i wanted to live i i want to travel i want to see my grandkids grow up mm-hmm. i want i wanted to go skating mm-hmm. like it's the little things that that i used to do i just wanted them again and i didn't want to be on oxygen i didn't want to live like this anymore i didn't want to live like that anymore like i I wanted to do bigger and better th- i want to go back to work mm-hmm Although I was working, I did Ox, I mean Amazon Flex. Oh, okay. Some people used okay. to look at me like, well, who was this lady with this <laughs> oxygen tank? Wow. So I you was the, in. So come on now. Where now are you, if you out there doing Amazon Flex with an oxygen tank? I was doing Amazon Flex with an oxygen Wow. Tank. The determination, determination to keep going yes. through it all. Through it all. I had to. I mean, I wanted to work. Like, mm-hmm. needed some extra things. Last Christmas, I was out there. Doing Amazon Flex oxygen. I need this little portion right here to also inspire the lazy folk. <laughs> I know. Don't exactly. Work. Look, exactly. some people with some good lungs. Exactly. Good legs, good arms. <laughs> they ain't worth two dead flies smashed together. Let's get our life together out here, people. Not this Antoinette is living. Let's go. Not two dead flies smashed together. <laughs> and you know, that's worthless. How worthless is that? I, <laughs> I cannot with him. I'm just saying. That's the inspiration right there, right in that little area right there. Yes, she absolutely. gave us a lot, but let's right in there. Let's focus on that part too. Yes, oxygen tank. Wow, wow. I actually went back. Um, Misha, my daughter, she once said, Mom, come on, let's go. Yeah, shout out to Kamisha. Shout out to Kamisha. <laughs> I wanted to do it. She wanted to do an Amazon run. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I, I'll go with you. So I went in there and I seen the, the guy that used to be there. And I say, hey, how you doing? And he looked at me. And I said, you remember me, do you? He said, uh, you look familiar. I said, oxygen. Oxygen. Mm. You the lady. He was uh, African. You the lady oxygen tank. Oh, wow. Oh, you beautiful. You beautiful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, thank you. He said, you, you come back? You come back? I said, yeah, I'm going to come back. Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> Oh, wow! Beautiful. I said, thank you, thank wow. you. Yeah, and that you are, that you yes, are. Yes, you are. Don't fall. trying you. to get to this. Don't fall for the okie doke, Miss. Okie doke, right? <laughs> you, queen. you look good. You look good. You ain't got to say it twenty times. Though. You look good, Queen. <laughs> yeah, you ain't get no green card, brother. <laughs> so silly, Antoinette. So, what is is there any like now that after you've had the um, transplant? What are the follow-ups? Like, are you back to 100%? Are there still obstacles that you are going through right now? Like, what's... Well, right now, I'm not at 100% with mm-hmm. my breathing. I'm still... The last time I got... Actually, I was supposed to go today, but they had too many people in there, and I had stuff to do. So, I mm-hmm. kind of left. But I have this thing at home that I do, and it tells you where you are. So, last time I tested, I was, like, at 65%. Okay. But sixty five percent was better than the thirty to twenty five right, that I was. Right, right. But it's it's getting better because last month I was still at fifty five percent. So it's gradually getting better, okay. and I don't have any. Thank God, I don't have any obstacles like nothing wrong with my lungs, nothing damaged. I do have blood clots, but that that was pre surgery before okay. I had them. So that's okay. the only obstacle that, and I had a feeding tube. Right. I had to eat the liquid stuff for about a month, two months after the surgery. Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't eat nothing by mouth. Mm-hmm. It was a hard. It was the hardest thing I ever had to do. What was the first thing that you you ate by mouth that you wanted? Some chicken noodle soup from Wawa. So, my mom <laughs> loves Wawa chicken noodle soup. But that was the first place I ran into on okay. my way home from the hospital okay. when they said I can eat. When they said I can eat, I wanted some food, and the Wawa uh-huh. right there, right there. I okay. needed, and I only could have soft food. I couldn't eat okay. no, no fried chicken, no beef, no nothing, just, you know, mm-hmm. something soft. 
chicken noodle soup it was. Wow. I ate three, three spoons for when I was done. Like mm-hmm. I still get full fast because okay. of the feet and tube. And because my stomach shrunk, shrunk also. Right, right, right. So if I drink some water, I'm done. Like I have to take an hour or two for me to eat. So I was about to ask you, have you, like, are you still maintaining so far as being disciplined as to what yes. you're eating and stuff? Yes. Okay. I have to. I don't want to go back to right. that person. Yeah. Right. Especially with the wardrobe malfunction. Is, I, don't <laughs> I can cross my legs now. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you've been shopping too. Your husband just be on you, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> well, baby, you know I can't wear it no more. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> right, right. Packages in the mail. She looked like the type to hide clothes in the back of the closet <laughs> and just whip them out. Is that you? You blend them in with the old stuff. Uh, and you look like I, I can tell. I recognize. Uh, I recognize myself in you. I do that. Uh, do you really? Oh wow! You know I like to shop, say low key. I like to buy things. I knew you was hiding them now. Well, you know, ain't hiding now because I know Priscilla watching. Well, now she had a volleyball game now, so hey, I'm saying it. That's right. I buy clothes on the low. I'm telling her. I'm telling her. I'm telling her, man. <laughs> wow! Wow! Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just so. I'm so happy for you, and I'm so happy that you chose to come and tell your testimony here on the rebirth. That means a lot. Um, yeah. And I always told you, I said, whenever you're ready. Yes, you did. Whenever yes, you're ready. You when I went, when I went to go see her um, after, um, of course, I wanted wanted to wait. I wanted to wait for a little bit, you know, to go see her after she came home. Right. Long transplant. Did I, I started well, as soon as I walked in the door? I started crying. Mm-hmm. I was, she was like, oh, no, don't do it, don't do it. I'm just, I'm just the crying. How about, you cry this. how about when you first see me when, with the oxygen? You just cried the whole I time. I'm like, poor. I said, Shay, I'm okay. Like, are you sure? I said, I just bawling her eyes out. I'm, I'm okay. I did. That's a little that was there. That was hard. Mm-hmm. That was hard to mm-hmm. see, you know, my, my good friend in that condition. Mm-hmm. I, you see somebody you've been rolling with and, I mean, fast backwards and like, you know, <laughs> and it just, you know, even my son, um, Xavier and Bryson told me to tell you hi. Because even my son, oof, now yes. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> even my sons was like, and they didn't know her. Just they didn't knew, know her like her. that. Yeah, they knew of her. Uh-huh. But my son would ask me every day, every day, how's she doing? How's she doing? Did they find a cure? Did they find this? Did they find that? So I told him tonight, I said, guess who's coming on the show tonight? Uh-huh. And I said, Miss Antoinette. And he was like, really? He was like, oh, man. He's like, so she's doing okay? I'm like, yeah, she's doing good. I said, he said, thank God. Thank you God. know, thank God. Hey, thank oh, God. yeah, honey. My Bryson going to be a little preacher. Okay, <laughs> But, yeah, so they definitely sent their love. And, uh-huh. you know, I'm just so, I'm so happy um, because you, you, you know, you deserve to be here. You still got a purpose. Amen. And um, Amen. that was act, that was shown to you. Yes, you know, even when God. you felt like yes. I'm not going to make it, you know, thank God for the support that you had, yes. your right. family members, um, yes. for sticking out. by you. Yeah, shout it out. I want to give a shout out to my, um, my church, VLC. Yes. My church family loves me, and I love them. Pastor Shannon McNeil, oh, first okay. lady I Nikki know, McNeil. I know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know okay. my pastor? I knew them when they were over off of Governor Prince. Oh, yes. That was the, our first uh, church. Yes. At that school. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yep. Shout out to my church family. Mom Linda. Oh, my God. My pastor mom, she will pray for you, speak a word into you. All mm-hmm. I got to do is call her. No matter mm-hmm. what time there night, she um the day of my service, she bombarded heaven with praise. Mm. She she up. prayed wow. for me for I was leaving the you know how they prep you up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I say they come to get me. I gotta leave my phone. She said, Wait, we gotta say a prayer. That's we right. gotta say a prayer. And she prayed with me until Misha took my daughter, Misha took my phone and I couldn't have it no more. She was praying with me on the wow. phone. Yeah. She said, prayer, 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 yes. prayer yeah. works. Absolutely. So on my way, I didn't get a chance on my way willing back to the surgery. All right, God, it's nobody but me and you now. <laughs> nobody but me and you. We're going to come yeah. through this. As soon as I got in there, 50 million people around. Yeah. People doing this. People, I'm, I'm looking like, okay, what's what's going on? Mm-hmm. All right, God, it's about to go down. 
It's about I was afraid, but I wasn't afraid because I know it's in God's hands. God's right. Hands. right. He didn't bring me this far to leave me now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you and when you sit before us and you know what? Now that you said that you, we didn't have prayer today. Tonight. We did not. We start, we start every show with prayer before we log on and we didn't have prayer tonight. We didn't. But we're going to end it with prayer before she leaves. We're going we gonna to. Let's it. let's do that. And, you know, she yeah. makes me want to shout out my pastor. Go ahead. Shout out your pastor. Right. pastor. There it is. <laughs> I don't go to church. There it is. All right. But I pray, though, and I believe. You come on over to is. my you church, know. DLC. You know what? There it is. <laughs> she won't <for> me. <laughs> I ain't found no church home yet, Shay. Come on, VLC. We're we take we taking people in VLC. Y'all go. Y'all put him right on back out. <laughs> hey, the church that gets me gonna be lucky to have me. Oh Watch. wow! <laughs> I cannot with you. Do you have some shout outs over there? Oh, um, we have a lot of people. So let me shout out. Okay. Antoinette Thornton, is that your? That's my daughter. That's your daughter. Okay, shout out to you, uh, Tamara Lashonda, Capathia Habu, uh, Shannon. Oh, my boy. <laughs> I ain't gonna call him by his government. <laughs> what you call him? Babe. Babe. I ain't gonna call him Babe either. <laughs> what up, dog? <laughs> Sequoia Walton, shout out to you. Priscilla, hey, babe, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Kami- Kamisha, my, my daughter. Hastings, yes. thank you for tuning in. Sequoia Walton. My daughter. Um, yeah, Corey Vitt, what up, bro? Thanks for tuning in, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, we here. Again, if you want to, Miss Lisa, hey, if you want to uh, advertise with Lisa us. Lisa Savage. Lisa Savage up. in the building, the one and hey, only. sis. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you heard me say your name, go and hit them hearts. Don't be shy. It's all right. It's all right. Oh, see, so Priscilla was listening. Priscilla, no, check the closet. No, it, it was after I said what I said, so it don't matter. <laughs> and I said what I said. <laughs> Check that closet, Sula. <laughs> she know who she live with. <laughs> it ain't nothing new. Um, yeah, I mean, Shay, we did. Would you like to do the honors tonight? Uh, what? Uh, the prayer. You know how we normally pray before oh, the show. I guess I, we're gonna pray after the show. Tonight. Yeah, af- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely mm-hmm. pray after the I'm show. See your but I want to. I, I definitely want to say, you know, thank you so much for no for problem, coming on no and sharing problem. your story. Mm-hmm. I know that. You know, those that are listening, if you haven't been touched, if you haven't been motivated, if you haven't been inspired, then <clears throat> y'all need to come to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs therapy. Don't plug it. Y'all need to come to therapy. Because now I'm I'm booked, man. I can't take nobody else. I can't take nobody else. Hey Lisa, that'd be two hundred dollars. <laughs> no freebies. <laughs> But all jokes aside, like this was a very inspiring story. And to know her as a person, um, I know what this woman has gone through. And man, through it all, her her mindset. And that's the that's the part that I want to point out. Mm It was when your mindset changed. Yes. What what changed? How you thought about the problem? How you thought about the situation? Mm-hmm. When that changed, mm-hmm. that is when your life changed, changed. and wow. that is when yes. your life was saved. Speak yes. It was your mind. Yes, it had Speak. to be mine. Yeah, it had. Yeah. To. What? Yes, you preaching right now. I'm just saying <laughs> you changed when your, your mind. Yeah. <laughs> when your mind <laughs> changed, your life changed. <laughs> All you know what you missing? All you missing is a ha. <laughs> Don't throw one of them in there. Say you got it. You on, baby. Go ahead now. Antoinette, is there anything else you would like to say before we end this? Because I'm going uh, you're, you're absolutely right. When I changed my mind, I changed mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And when I decided to eat to live and not eat to die, I mm-hmm. wanted to live, not die. That's right. It, everything changed. Everything changed. Everything changed. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us yes. tonight. I love you, sis. And I love you, And back. I'm so happy for you. Yes, God bless yes. you. Nice And nice meeting you, too. Thank you. Absolutely. You too. Absolutely. You too. Absolutely. Hey, Cousin Joyce in Arkansas. Hello. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us tonight. It has been a great night, a great night, and yes. very inspiring. So you have been listening to The Rebirth on Philly Jams 95.3. Make sure you tune in every mon- Monday night at 7 p.m. And uh, if you'd like to be a part of the show, reach out to us. You can hit us at info at rebirthu.com. Yes. And if you would like to be a sponsor, you can also hit us at info you, info at rebirthu.com. And that's rebirth with the letter U, not Y-O-U. (laughs) (laughs) Get it right. All right, guys. Y'all have a blessed evening, and I will see you next Monday.
Oh, what? No prayer? prayer. Oh, we're praying off the air. Oh, I thought we... Yeah. Oh, what we do? Good no, night, everybody. Have a great evening. Don't play that, Kurt Franklin. <laughs> Jesus. Back to the one that can make your next chapter your best chapter. Hallelujah. How can it be that you love the most unlovable part of me? Of me. How could you see? Your life was the only gift I left for me to be free. It's amazing with you. I win even if I lose. Everything's working for my good for a
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.